Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Comic Geek Roundtable. I am your host, Tom Van Orden. And joining me today is a larger crew. Uh, we're going to start with contributing writer Travis Arment. And professional podcast guest. And professional podcast guest, Travis Arment. Editor-in-chief, Robert Byler. Hey, Travis, I thought you said you weren't going to say anything shit at the beginning of the podcast. I've said that at the beginning of every one. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of his job. And, and joining us today, we actually have a real-life guest, uh, cartoonist Ooh. Ben Fisher. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be on Common Geek. He is real. He is not a product of your imagination induced by nope. a fever dream. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, are we questioning Ben's existence? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't exist. No, but I do exist. I mean, normally, normally, yeah, he's right to he's at, right to question it because we do normally question Robert's existence. I um, ate all those funny looking <laughs> mushrooms before I came, out, so I just wanted to make sure. I just picked him up off the sidewalk. I thought it would yeah, be fine. Right out front, we're only downtown, man. Yeah, like, like what? Harm, I, I, bag, I think therefore I think I am. <laughs> so anyway, we are here uh, with a wonderful uh, rendition of the round table for your ears. So let's get. <laughs> Fuck I didn't have to say anything weird. <laughs> I always do. I feel like country music's about to start, like we're about to put on a show. Come on, sit on down, and we're going to talk to you about our weeks today. So yeah, let us get... Okay, never mind. That, that was a miss. Um, let's get right into talking about the weeks, starting with the boss man himself, RCB. What you got going on? Dog sitting. I've been dog sitting. God, you're the most boring That's... person I've ever met. Most people like dogs, Tom. I'm sorry that you hate dogs. I don't hate dogs. No, no, you just said you hate dogs in what, no uncertain terms. What kind of dog? A bulldog. Mm. An untrained bulldog. bulldog. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's what I, I hope that I get described as in later, later in life. Like, Tom's like an untrained bulldog. I've been compared to an unmanageable dog. Before, <laughs> so, yeah. That sounds about right. Other than that, it's just been... Uh, I finally added another hard drive to my computer so I can install some stuff. Yeah, uh, that's that's been a real struggle for you. The ongoing saga of no hard drive space. I just don't know why you didn't add it sooner. That was your hard drive to begin with. Because before, everything was on the one drive pretty much, so it was all automatically backed up, and now it's on another drive and not backed up, and that gives me anxiety. Oh, see, that's why I only ever... The only thing that's ever on any of my secondary drives are full, uh, files for games. Like, that's, that's all I use a secondary drive for, mm-hmm. is, is that... But I've been looking at, a, I was pricing out a, a new computer, basically. I was looking at motherboards and processors and, and thinking about what I want to do next. I was trying yeah. to decide if I want to get something that's budget-oriented or if I want to get something um, like high-end to replace what I have now. You definitely do not want to go with the budget. Well, I mean, some, when I say budget, I mean like along the same lines of what I have now. No budget options. Not on PC. Not, not you. I'm no, not you. Never budget. <laughs> I had to buy a budget processor. I'm weeping. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that my processor is 4.2 instead of 5.0 now. But yeah, that's the other thing is I have now that I, I have some spare parts now, so I'm just thinking about like what I will, you know, what I could kind of cobble together out of those. What your next move is, what the next play is, yeah, as it were. Well, having a spare computer um, for editing would be nice, just like so that if there's someone who comes over, he's like uh, Matthew, like good Matthew, who's in the booth. Matthew in the booth. Uh, the listeners are fucking riveted right now. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you asked what I've been doing this week. I've been trying to figure out what I want to build. His his life is less exciting than ours. It's just an empirical fact. He is the editor in chief. His life is supposed to be boring. Yeah, You're boring. All right. I don't know if that's true, but that's true. Know. When you start, when he starts raking in all the money, his life will get exciting. That's right. 
He'll get a, like a IRA or something. Podcast will be recorded on a yacht. Yeah. Oh man, that sounds awesome. If I wanted to, I could record from a boat. If I wanted to, I could record from a boat next week. Yeah. You should you? Yeah. Go for it. Can you? Oh man, that would be difficult. I'd have to see if the boat has outlets. I'm sure it does. Nah, you get a and laptop. Then, you can do it. Right, right, right. So yeah. I get. I'd have to bring down a mic, and since these are XLR mics, I'm one of them. One of the mixers. And then I would have to plug the mixer into the laptop, plug the laptop in, and then hotspot the laptop from my phone to get on the internet and Skype in. So not only are we getting, like, Skype quality uh, calling. just record the whole podcast by himself on a boat, is what I'm saying. That would be just just talk by himself on a a boat. And the next episode is episode 50, so, like... No, we're not doing on a boat episode. (laughs) You can play Lonely Island in the you background. You have your flippy floppies on? Yeah, you're going to be, like, riding on a dolphin doing flips and shit? Anything's We're way possible. too close to copyright infringement. <laughs> Anything's possible. Thanks, Anything Ben. Anything is possible. So, we're going to move on from Robert's boring life. Travis, be uh, le- a little bit more exciting. I'm finishing up recording on my Magic the Gathering-related death battle project. Okay, that's marginally more exciting. Oh, come yeah. on! That's, like, <laughs> that's leaves and bounds more exciting, at least. <laughs> Working on working on the last song. What's it called? Missing everything. The band. No, the name. Of the, what's the name of the last song? The Ann's torn. The Ann's torn. Of course. Yeah. Does someone have to literally murder someone for their life to be exciting to you? Yes. Well, and how many men did you kill this week? Are you the Dragonborn? How many do, how many do I remember? <laughs> Are you the literal Dragonborn? Yeah. Are you like the Dovahkiin? Obviously, look at me. Sent- the, the, the true audio podcast of, of, of audio podcast perfection yeah. Travis audio podcast you just ask people to look at you yeah <laughs> the, he is the they can't em- see me he is the embodiment <laughs> of dragon human perfection they can see him yeah. in their mind's eye I mean yeah right now he is oh man that's what we really need to do is people that listen to the podcast we should like never post any pictures of you and then have you solely exist in the minds of the people that listen to the podcast. Yeah, I thought that was the goal. But, yeah. you know. Are you so, basically making Travis into an audiobook character? Yeah, kind of. That's fine. Okay. I'm okay with it. Except for the, it's like the the wall of illusion doesn't work on us. Like, cause he, we all, we all I mean, know what he looks like. Yeah. We all know what he looks like. And also you have a picture on the website. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you, should, you should use my new picture. I'll have to send it to you. Okay. It'll be way better. I'm scared. <laughs> it's going to be him standing with his arms up like in a muscly pattern with a dragonborn helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> he is the Dovahkiin. Oh, no. What is this? All right. Oh, no. Describe this, Thomas. <laughs> so, it's this the, is... It's your face half-shadowed. It's uh, Travis by way of Disturbed. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'm on board with that. That's, that's the new promo picture. Yeah, that's you know, good. I like all that. Of that recording I'm doing. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's horrifying. You're, you know, you're we'll, a we'll little like that the other night. Go look at it, and then I'll, actually, no. Then everyone will just think I look like that. Yeah, like really mean all the time. Yeah, and you are mm-hmm. actually. I took that picture in my bathroom, by the way. Yeah, pretty, pretty proud of that. <laughs> you are definitely one of the meanest people I know. Yeah, definitely. So like, super mean all the time. Yeah, it's really hurtful. Did that... you see me yell once? Maybe, which was that. like this week. What did you yell at this week? Oh, dude, I forgot about that. Okay. Yep. It's you've seen me yell one time yeah, we'll have during to, your totally weekly magic night. When we we'll, talk about magic, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll, all right, we'll talk about Tommy yelling. actually got to see me get mad at someone. <laughs> there was a lot, and I, and I swore a few times in there. <laughs> I missed out. Uh, Megan was there. Megan was there. You might, uh, you weren't in a room, but yeah, you, you, you were here in the yeah, house. <laughs> you might not have caught that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that. So anyway, so we're gonna move on, uh, and I'm gonna talk about myself. 
for the next 45 minutes. So, <laughs> fuck everybody The rest else. of the podcast. The podcast is done. Everybody leave. All right. Uh, not you. All right. <laughs> so I have been uh, playing Pokemon's Go. Pokemon's. Oh, I guess I have been doing that too. Very a little bit though. Yeah. We actually went on a hike yesterday. Are you? Have you heard of this concept of hiking? Before? Yeah, I like hiking. Yeah, we went. We went hiking. Where did you go hiking at? We went up to the rail trail out near uh, like the Salonga area on the way awesome. to Hershey, uh, because we figured it was flat. Yeah. Uh, and we did confirm something that I had kind of been wondering about. Um, well, I don't know if we confirmed it necessarily, but we walked the trail, and towards the end of the trail, it actually, if you look at the map, because we were because we were playing Pokemon, it. <laughs> A river bumps up, like, right along the trail. There was water um, Pokemons? Yeah, and there was water Pokemon there. And, like, I've had, like, seven or eight people say, like, there's no way that that's true. And I'm like... I'm Do you not, think that you can only... Be, are you saying that you can only get water-based Pokemon near water, or are you saying they're more prevalent? I think they might be more prevalent. Yeah. That would make sense to me. Because we didn't see a single water type for the entire trail until it met up with the river. Makes sense. And then, yeah, and then there was a, an abundance of them. I mean, it's using a map. Like, yeah, there's a blue area. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's, I can tell. That what I was uh, I was hoping to do with the dog sitting was I was hoping there would be Pokemon. It's nothing. There's nothing anywhere nearby. Walk the dog and catch. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh yeah, walk the dog and nope. We, it, I don't know. It's the game is weird because like I, I feel like when I played real life Pokemon, I was never excited to like catch a Rattata or like <laughs> you mean. You mean playing Pokemon on, like, a Game Boy yeah, or a yeah, DS, sorry, right? Like, like, original, like... Just needed to make sure I understood. Tommy also had a few of those mushrooms. <laughs> I thought perhaps. Uh, Everything's vivid. Well, no, so, like, when I would play, like, the original Pokemon games, I would never be excited about catching, like, any of this normal-type garbage that seems to be everywhere around here. And now it's just, like, like, oh, my phone went off. What are the, oh, it's a Rattata. Throw a Pokeball at it. Like, yeah. It's changed my perspective on life. Does it change the way you've played regular Pokemon Hell games? No, I'm just wondering. <laughs> because my objective when playing real uh, regular Pokemon games is I need to catch them all, and so my my barometer is: Do I already have this? If the answer is yes, then I don't catch it. Okay. Is there any advantage to catching like a billion Weedles or a billion Rattata? Yeah, like... you can uh, actually you can use the Weedles that you catch. You can either. Well, the, each catch gives you candies, and you can use them right. to evolve okay. um, your existing Weedles and power up your your okay. Beedrills or whatever. All right. Like when you finally evolve it up to like a Beedrill, then you still can use the candies to power it up to a certain point. Okay. That's if you're like a gym, like a gym player. Like Megan's never gonna fight a gym. She's just gonna catch Pokemon forever. Yeah. That's pretty much what I think I'm gonna do. Yeah. I don't know if I could ever go into a gym and. I'd probably get destroyed. Uh, well, the interesting thing about gyms, though, is, like, if you got together a group of, like, five people and we all said, hey, let's go down to the gym at the corner of the park up there and we're going to take the gym, we each get six Pokemon to fight with and we can actually all fight at each tier together. Hmm. Damn. So, like, it can you can gang up. We could have five Pokemon fight <laughs> the guy at the bottom level. Just five Pokemon gang beat. Yeah, on one. Holy crap. So, like, even if it's, like, way more powerful, it's balanced in such a way that if you get enough people, you can take anything. Now, what about the Pokemon that's at the gym? Do you lose that? If you own that gym, do you lose that Pokemon? No, it goes it goes started. back to you. Okay. So, because what happens that's is good. the way it works is you leave Pokemon at gyms. Right. Like, you choose to... Like, okay, so my Growlithe is here at this gym. And it becomes unusable while you've left it. Correct. You can't okay. use it while it's there. But then, when it 
gets beaten, it just shows back up in your inventory. Oh, okay. Do you get a notification okay. about that? Like, you've been defeated? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's just like you open up your Pokemon, your Pokemon thing, and you're like, huh, that little gym symbol is no longer near my Growlithe anymore. I guess it's uh, back. Oh, okay. I'll say, and if you catch a million of one type, you can just start naming them after the entire Pokedex. <laughs> yeah, I saw a picture like that. Some guy was like, guys, I'm almost completed my Pokedex. And it was a wall of Pidgeys named uh, <laughs> Squirtle. Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, Venusaur, Squirtle, Char- uh, Squirtle, Wartortle, Blastoise. It's pretty funny. But other than that, uh, Monster Hunter came out this week. And, oh, uh, when you said you were going to play Monster Hunter earlier, I thought you were being sarcastic, like you were going to go play more Pokemon. Like, <laughs> no, I was, I'm actually playing Monster Hunter. Uh, they changed how the game works. So if you don't know, Monster Hunter is basically it's a DS game, um, and you are a soul hunter who has to go through prep, and you go fight massive monsters. Um, it's like a really grindy RPG, but it's my, one of my favorites because I played it since the original came out on PS2. Uh, and they just introduced, there's like 17 or 16 different types of weapons that you can pick to, like, to match whatever style you want. And then they just added, each one gets four different types of combat now. That's pretty cool. So, um, the weapon I'm using is a gun lance. They almost kind of went Bloodborne-ish with that, where they took away long and short-range weapon, but, yeah. like, each weapon, like, transforms and becomes something. That's, that's pretty cool. They, uh, but they, um... So I'm going with a gun lance, which is literally a lance with a fucking gun on the end of it. Um, Final Fantasy shit. Yeah. Um, but I did that, and one of the styles is aerial style. So uh, like you mermaid? do like, you do like no, like aerial, like you do flips, oh, okay. and like, you basically you launch yourself up, and uh, so I haven't gotten to do any cool tricks with it yet, but I... You're I was going like, to after this podcast. I was, like, I was like, man, what would be the coolest combination of things I could think of? I was like, Gun lance and jumping around like a lunatic. Because it's not like a lightweight thing. It's like a big, heavy metal lance. So I'm just like, what would make me laugh more than seeing a guy doing quadruple backflips with a lance in his hand that shoots bullets? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I love the Monster Hunter games. Yeah. I, they're one, they're one, the only series of games I can think of that I will play no matter what reviews say. Hmm. Because I already know that I like that style of game. Like, I like the combat. I like the... I know I like everything about it. So even if the next one comes out, unless they completely change how the game works, which they haven't for 10 years, so I'm probably just going to keep buying them until they stop making them. Makes sense. Or until they uh, bring one of the PC MMO versions of it to the United States. Because China gets an MMO PC title of Monster Hunter. Wow. China likes MMOs and China likes grind games. So it's a perfect yeah. combination. It's a match yeah. made in heaven. So yeah, that's been my week. Uh, getting ready to uh, go to Disney World. Uh, Disney World. Oh yeah, I'm going on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's way better. You're just going to go hang out with your dad, who I haven't seen in like a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. Whatever. I'll be on a boat apparently at some point, and I'm going to the Kennedy Space Center and uh, a zoo. If you're going to the Kennedy Space Center, you should try to see if they can launch you into space. <laughs> All right, Travis, you're in charge now. I'm going to space. <laughs> I'll give you the, I'll give together. you all, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you all the access to the bank accounts and you just Perfect. cheers now. I'll spend it wisely. <laughs> no, no. Well, it's been a good run. I actually was mostly meant that you should see if they could launch you into space without a spacesuit. Yeah, I know. I figured oh, okay. you meant death. Okay. And then you thought you meant just sending it. me into the void. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Podcast it. Like I'm I'm breaking through the stratosphere. 
I was going to say, I mean, at some point, besides the death, you just wouldn't be able to hear whatever I'm saying anyway. Yeah, because you'd be screaming. Or... There'd be no air. Yeah, or there's that. So, anyway. In space, yeah. no one can hear you scream. Shut up. Ben. Yeah. Hi, welcome to our Hi. podcast. Thank you. Um, what have you been up to this past week? What's new and exciting in your world? What I do every week is draw. Um, drawing comics. I got a microphone to start recording some how to draw videos for our YouTube channel. Um, playing Pokemon Go. Posters! <laughs> but yeah, literally drawing, just keeping the comic updated. Um, we're writing a graphic novel right now with our characters, the Grumbles, and we're just doing sample pages for our script right now, so that's basically what I do all the time. Super exciting. <laughs> How have you been uh, finding Pokemon Go? Has it been enjoyable for you? The first time I went out, it was really cool. I just, I got caught up in just the imagination of it all, because it's just amazing to go out in the world and you can just catch these creatures. Yeah. Um, and then when I went out with my friend, it was awesome. Just because we ran in... I didn't run into anyone the first time, but we ran into like 10 people that were playing this game, and that was just talking to them. It's such an interactive experience. It's so it's, great. It, I, I think I said it after the first... The second day that I actually was... I left... The first day I played it like mostly within this apartment. Like I used like the yeah. incense, and I just kind of made them come to me, and I was like, okay... The next, but the second day, I was oh, actually off, and I was like, okay, it's a Saturday, I'm going to go walk up the street and see what there is to see. Yeah. And it was like, the world that I went, I came to the apartment in on Friday, and the world that I saw from this apartment on Saturday were two <laughs> different worlds. It was weird, because like, I, I mean, I just walked around, and I even just walked around downtown, and I was like, I went to market, and like, I did stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it was like, there was so many people that were just on their phones, talking to each other, like, pointing and, like, laughing. And it was just, like, the world is a weird place. Because, like, I went... The park up the corner, I mean, it's not an especially shady park, but, like, I wouldn't have gone there past 9 o'clock normally, but, like, we were there until, like, 10.30 the other day. They got lights and stuff. It's, like, a nice park. Yeah, I wouldn't know. It's not a bad... That's what I said. But just personally, I'm, like, I'm, I don't really want to go to a park at, like, 10 o'clock. But then we were up there, and there was, like, a bunch of people. There's a gym at the entrance, and there was a bunch of people sitting there, like, Fighting the gym, they put lures down on the Pokestops, and they're like catching Poke. And it was just the weirdest thing. This world is a different place now. Yeah, I had the same experience with the park. We went at like ten o'clock at night. Same thing to my friend's uh, park behind his house, and I was a little nervous just because it's dark out. Yeah, there's no lights there, but there was like maybe five cars there and people just hanging out playing. And you felt comfortable. You felt safe. Yeah, because um, you read all the news stories and stuff, but. You, you know, say that's... five cars, and I'm thinking, like, in my head, like, Fast and Furious, like, they're in a circle, and the headlights are all on, and they're just sitting, they're oh, sitting see, on the I hoods. I was, like, thinking, like, maximum overdrive, that they're just, like, circling the yeah. park the whole time. <laughs> Unfortunately, Vin Diesel was not there. But, ah, it's awesome. I, I, I have a buddy that I work with. He, uh, he was at the park up in Lidditz, uh, which, for listeners, is a nearby city. They were up at the big park there, and um, they actually got kicked out by the cops. Because, like, you know, parks are supposed to close... When it's yeah. dark out, so like they were there at like eleven o'clock at night, and there was like thirty people there, and the cops were like, "Go home." <laughs> <laughs> was that you, or it might have been Adam Houck, uh, who was telling us about getting kicked out by the cops and how the cop was just so like flabbergasted about why people were there? Yes, I think they got that was Adam getting kicked out of the cemetery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at night. I don't want to go to the cemetery at night, if not because I think it's creepy, but because I don't want to trip over half of those freaking gravestones. Can I ask a question? Yeah. What night were they at the cemetery? I I want to say like I think three or four I days ago. I connected to Adam to someone I work with, 
who was also mentioning going out and then walking through a cemetery. No, the to, cemetery. To do this. The cemetery is like has like fifteen stops yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. The people ce- have been going there like after drinking. Court, <laughs> there was an article in the newspaper about it because it's like oh, a, really? the, yeah. the cemetery considers it a problem because people are getting injured. Yeah, there's tripping up. That's why I said I wouldn't go there in the dark because yeah. they have old headstones. That are like half buried in the ground. That I'm are not trying perfect to, for your shit. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not trying to trip over that. Yeah. Um, speaking of Pokemon, though, uh, we did put out a video about Pokemon Go this week. Uh, me and Matt Lee. Woo! <laughs> He's always me so and Matt slow. Lee sounds like a rom com. <laughs> <laughs> me and Matt Lee. Anyway, we made a video about how to start off with Pikachu in Pokemon. And it is our most viewed video. In fact, it has more views than our previous four videos combined. By like 150. It's now. like people are interested in this game. Yeah, it's. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I was expecting it to be a bit more popular than maybe like the previous video, which was our previous biggest. I wasn't expecting it to overtake everything we have made up to this point. Isn't that a perfect allegory for Pokemon Go? It was just completely unexpected they, and overpowering. Yeah. They expected it to be popular, but like then my mom plays Pokemon Go like a week later. No, my mom. Well, well no, no, I mean, but like, we're only a weekend, and normally you can determine, like, you know, something is over the hill, like, when parents start to play it. Like, that's usually like, ah, Facebook is over, parents are on it now, or Snapchat's over, parents are on it now. They had a week, and they were already on it, and it's not showing any signs of slowing down. It keeps growing, and it's weird. But this is also why I don't get mad at them for server issues, because they could, I don't think they could have predicted this. They changed, they changed the server message, and the server message now says, uh, we are, we are humbled by your incredible response. Please work, wait for, like, please be patient with us while we try to fix this. Because, like, there are just so many people on at all times. They released in 26 countries uh, yesterday, and it affected the server so bad that there was a hacker group that was claiming that they DDoSed it. Did they, I, I saw about that. I didn't get a chance to look into I, it much. No, I heard that. Niantic, was it confirmed is the thing? Well, I, no, I don't think it was confirmed because I believe the last I heard Niantic had said that, no, that we weren't DDoSed. But I don't know. Are you memeing over there? Yeah, I haven't played it. At all? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I've been enjoying the memes and related news stories. Like, uh, one was telling uh, Team Valor uh, people that they should be wearing red bandanas (laughs) and throwing up the blood sign. And that's how they... And then... uh, Team Mystic should be throwing up the Crypt Sea, and like they should walk around like doing that with their bandanas on, so they can like meet each other from their team. <laughs> Wait, and... Ben, uh, are you on a team? <laughs> I am on a team. What team are you on? Team ben? Instinct. Get out of here. Because oh. I always join the team that gets made fun of the most. So there. So uh, it's the, the memes with with this. Some of them are so good that I, I don't have... I, I barely have, like... I mean, I know Pokemon. I like, I play Pokemon. But, like, like the Simpsons one where they were racing the fruit on yeah. the bus. <laughs> and go, Team Instinct! And he just puts a banana down. I laughed really hard having... I didn't even know... That's how I found out there were teams in this game was by seeing that gif. And I was like... And I laughed at it. Like, yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah, I, I've, I've really, really enjoyed... Like, even though I haven't played it, like, I still like it, if that makes sense. Because everything around it's been well, Two great. notes about that. Because it one, has changed the fucking world. It has. Everybody I have not joined a team great. because I can't yet because I haven't played enough um but i'm very much getting leaning towards instinct so a lot of people are telling me i should join the hufflepuff of pokemon uh see i would have too because zapdos is there well see i said it's funny you bring up it's funny you brought up hufflepuff because when someone told me like which team i had to join i said well as a slytherin do i want to go with valor which is apparently the most powerful or do i want to go with instinct which appears to have the least power and therefore could be the most easily um corrupted (laughs) and and controlled (laughs) which way should my slytherin ways take me um, so yeah, that's what I've been trying to figure out. I think it's going to be instinct, though. 
I also like oh, yellow. Yeah. They don't have a, they don't have a team that's like all black or green. So that's uh, that's you know I don't have one that really matches my aesthetic. Can I be honest with you about this whole team thing? I picked Team Valor because all of my friends were on Team Valor. So. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> Why does everyone get the same game console? Usually because their friend got it. Yeah. Uh, but I also saw this post about saying how we, the players, are actually the bad guys. Yeah, like, the, you're the new team yeah, the, insert. You're the, yeah, yeah, Team Rocket, and, like, you're playing against each other, and, and you're fighting each other, and you're basically, like, locked in combat with one another, so you're basically the, you're the new Team Rockets. I mean, it makes sense. All right, Except well, Bauer's the worst I've heard. Shut up. All right. Uh, we are going to go take a break real quick, and then when we come back, we are going to talk about articles that were posted on the website of, well, we're going to talk about news stories uh, related to articles and article. Nah, whatever. We're going to talk about the news after this break. Hi, this is Tom from Common Geek. DreamHost is a great service to host your website. They have hosted over 1.5 million websites since 1997. We spoke with DreamHost user Emily O'Neill from Lancaster. Her website, thenecretarium.com, is unique. Basically, it's uh, I sell bones and skulls and all sorts of cleaned animal byproducts. Uh, a lot of people want it for like earrings, necklaces, um, little nichos, and like shadow boxes. While Emily couldn't remember exactly who recommended DreamHost to her, she did remember getting up and running to be very easy. I don't ever recall anything in my setup that was like tedious or problematic or anything. I just it just kind of happened, and I was like, mm, yeah, okay, here's my server, and here's my name, and everything's good, and now I'm going to start uploading pictures of dead animals. DreamHost stays out of your way, so you can focus on doing what you love, even if it stands out. Something Emily can understand. They think that it's really weird and eventually think it's cool. You win them over. Yeah, exactly. Win people over to your unusual hobby by going to commongeek.tv slash affiliates and clicking the link for DreamHost to get started. DreamHost, the best web host for selling bones or whatever it is you want to showcase online. And we're back. I hope that you enjoyed that DreamHost ad. Robert is a piece of shit. <laughs> you want to say why? He texted me while I was counting in and said I lost the game. And so, me too. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to 2007. Uh, yeah. Um, and also because you texted me, it reminded me that I never responded to Megan's text message yesterday. So good work. It looked like you had both texted me. And I was like, anyway. So we're going to talk about some newsy type stuff and things because Comic Geek is a news website. <clears throat> so, uh... First, we're going to start. Did it even sound like you believe that? <laughs> I'm very slowly slipping into insanity. I'm sorry. Uh, also, uh, the only thing I have to do to derail Tom's entire thought pattern is just to like, narrow my eyes. Like, <laughs> yeah. just slightly move my eyebrows, and Tom just loses it. Hosting, hosting batteries are drained. I need a vacation. You're getting one. <laughs> Funny thing about that. Yeah. Woo! Um... So, we're going to talk about the news. Uh, Travis, the whole reason you're here, because yeah. I hate you otherwise, right? Um, is we're going to talk about some card games, motherfuckers. Um, right. For once, I sanctioned card games, and you got to treat got, me like I'm the bad guy here. We've got, I mean, we've got a new set coming out, and we've got uh, some f- famous uh, also, you guess, say what, investors. What new cards for what? Magic. Okay. Uh, I guess that was implied. Yeah, We're talking about Magic the Gathering, folks. Mathering. 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 We're talking about Mathering. Mathering All right. But yeah. So, new set coming out. Uh, and so there's new cards, but we also are going to talk about old cards because everyone loves Martin Shkreli. Professional. Uh, as I've been referring to him as professional supervillain Martin Shkreli. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is the sole owner of the new Wu-Tang album that I want to hear really bad. 
Um, I bet it's not even that good. That's what the thing that I keep thinking of is like he spent all this money and shat on all these people, and it's probably not even that good. I don't know, man. Every we could go in about Wu Tang because if you remember that I did the entire like Kanye watch last time. <laughs> every member, pretty much of Wu Tang, like has a hard time releasing a bad album. So I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I'm sure it's right. Whatever. Martin Shkreli is currently buying up your very old, and I think he specifically did say graded. I think yeah, that he, I, but, yeah, he wants graded I, cards. So what does graded mean? Graded is like CDC uh, comic grading. Okay. Um, they they do cards as well. Um, it has its own like system, uh, like numbering system, like comics do, like 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 how are the edges, scratches, okay. front, back, stuff like that. Gotcha. Uh, so he specific and and then there and then you know they put it in a case with like the grade number on it, and it it, it, it jumps the value even of like like a. a bad card if you get it graded really well it's usually a lot more expensive so it's like sealed in plastic yeah like because grading is expensive so it then becomes basically its value so is more value and grading so there are people out there their entire job is like card grading yeah yeah absolutely like Amazing. It, it, yeah in fact it, it does it is it is it the same company that does comic grading i think that does I'm magic cards sure it is, yeah. yeah so there's basically this company that you mail it to with a fee and so then, in both of these instances there's just one company that does them I believe it is one company. I, I think the same people do. Uh, they also do video games as well, actually. Um, a local store like was bragging about the fact that they had a like mint like sealed copy and graded. I'm pretty sure it was an Xbox 360 copy of Batman Arkham Asylum, and oh, they were selling man. it for a lot of money. Yeah, what? like which was a very weird thing. But yeah, it's this one company. Their thing is they send you back graded items so you can sell it for more money. Right. I'm so, just sorry. Yeah. I just it kind of blows my mind the fact that there's only one company that does this. That there isn't like a. They're the like an sta- overarching they're the standard. standard that yeah, they okay. are the standard basically. Are, yeah. Um. So you know the black there, there's the black lotus. Every like it's it's the point where even people don't who don't play magic know that the black lotus is really expensive. Yeah. It was like um, 10k when I was. It is. Uh, it is Around. rumored that Shkreli owns five of them. Well, it's rumored because um, he tweeted it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we also, you know, we know people, and we we know he's he's got at least at least a black lotus. Uh, but yeah, he he's basically been buying them up. Uh, the cool thing about this is there's something called the reserved list in Magic, where collectors were really mad that cards were getting reprinted and that their collectors' prices were going down because these people weren't actually playing the game; they just wanted expensive cards mm-hmm. like Shkreli, basically. Um, there, where everyone's kind of hoping that he just buys out the reserved list, basically that no one can ever get these cards again. Uh, and that forcing Wizards of the Coast, the people who create Magic, mm-hmm. must remove the reserve list and reprint these cards. So, which would, is great for people who play the game because there's a format that I'd actually really like to get into, but I'm not going to drop ten thousand dollars on a sixty pieces of cardboard to play this. Um, I might be able to do that for a reasonable price. The only thing stopping Wizards from doing this is Wizards. Uh, they're not under legal contract. They only did it to be nice to collectors a while ago, and they could list it. So some people are actually kind of excited. So he doesn't have to buy all of them. He just has to buy enough of them to, right. to, show, to be To, to jack the price up so bad that it damages the second secondary market so bad that people can't play this particular actually, format. Actually, the real, the real thing of it is, too, he doesn't even need to do that. No. He just needs to threaten it, and yeah. people need to yeah. knee-jerk raise their prices, and then... Because like it's already his him saying uh, I'm going to do this has already sent people in the magic community like reeling like whoa yeah. whoa whoa. Um, uh, uh, there's also a uh, like people will do magic buyouts, which basically means okay, we're gonna buy out all of this card because we know it's good and we want we want to raise the prices. They'll go on uh, TCG Player is like the big like 
players selling to other players and stores selling to players site. Okay. They'll go buy all the cards on there at think, a reasonable price. I think price. I've seen Tom buy from there. Yeah, and then they put it and then they put it back up at a higher level. Craig Barry's the big buyout guy. You should friend him on Facebook if you play Magic because then you know if there's a buyout going to happen. Then if you need a couple copies of that card, you can get it because he announces that he's going to do it, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. But uh, between Craig Barry and Shkreli lately, the, the reserve list is actually being talked about now. Yeah. Instead of players like you and I being like, this sucks. Like, people are actually like, no, this is fucked up and we want these cards. Well, the thing of it is, is what really stuck to me was in the past, because we, lately our group specifically has been talking about Gaia's Cradle a lot. Right. Which is a and card. Mana Crypt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, specifically, Cradle I can point to. Which because, is on the list. Because right. Gaia's Cradle is on the reserve list and it was a hundred, it was like a hundred and fifty dollars when this our conversation first Right, started. right. And now it is almost a $300 card. And that's because they released a set that would reprinted old cards, but then they announced that they weren't going to reprint anything on the reserved list, mm-hmm. which means everything on the reserved list jumped up in price. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. It's so, a people, terrible system. So I feel like there is a knee-jerk reaction about Shkreli buying these cards up, mm-hmm. where people are like, oh, no, this is terrible. Like, why is he doing this again? Um, but from a person, like the perspective of someone who plays the game and doesn't really give a shit about the value and just wants to have fun, I hope he keeps doing it, and I hope something changes about it. Well, because here's yeah. the, th- the thing of it is, is that if he keeps doing it, either cards that we already couldn't afford are going to continue to be unaffordable, yeah. or it's going to elicit some kind of change. And So it's either going to be the same or better. Yeah. That's how that's how I see it. Yeah. So that's... that's uh... Isn't there... Well, I guess... It'd be the same or better, yeah. I was going to say, because making it more expensive would suck for a certain market. But, but yeah, not, not me. <laughs> not the yeah. average. Oh, this card that I'm not going to buy for $100 is now $300? Okay, great. Yeah. Like, I'm But there I'm is a market of people that that would affect, though, just not the there average is. player. The, 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 like, I've, I think the most I've ever, like, spent cash money on a card was actually 80 and that was one time. So, like, I'm maybe almost in that market where, like, if it's $100 and I want it really, really, really Right, but bad. you're not, again, they're not but, routinely doing yeah, that. But, but there's, not, it's not a routine thing But there's probably me. a market of people out there that, you know, that's not a problem for them to drop. Yeah, there, there, there are. It's, yeah, it's, it's funny, too, because it comes at a time where um, Wizards just messed up uh, the modern format, mm-hmm. which was, like, their baby for, like, a couple years. Like, yeah. like look, modern! And then they printed, in, like, the last set, they printed a whole bunch of cards that just fucked it completely. Yep. Mm. Um, so they actually backed off of On Modern, and now, like, the only officially sanctioned uh, Wizards type of format is Standard, which is... Basically the, the past, set. The past so, year and a half of cards, or now it's basically past year of cards, is, you, you can use. From my understanding, there's, so there's Modern, uh-huh. Standard, and Commander... Okay, uh, you have or is sta- that different? standard okay. is basically like the past year. Okay, modern is like about the past eight. If years If I would have played Magic cards. five years ago, okay, so it would have been yeah. Uh, modern, modern is like the past eight years, and then you have vintage and legacy, which go Forever. the whole way back. They're right, eternal um, formats, which yeah. means every card ever printed, with the exception of their ban list, is legal. Commander is an is an eternal format, but it plays much differently than either the, any of the okay, others. Okay, okay. It's, it's that's actually a basically fan created format. Yeah, that, I knew that, but I thought yeah. they like adopted it. Yeah, that became yeah it became so big that Wizards was like, oh wow, people really like this, so they ended up bringing it, but which the, is kind of what they did with Modern. Yeah, but then they printed these cards, which they could not have known would have broken yeah. the whole format. And yeah, they they actually like started to baby this format. They wanted to turn it into something, and then they broke it. After like a couple years of trying mm. that, because they okay. printed like basically two cards that should have never been together, 
like at the same time they, they got to be like, together at the same time so and, they were cards that like duo to create a problem you're saying yeah, like exactly. individually they wouldn't have yeah. been as big a deal uh yeah well actually people have even been building around that what are the two cards think. for uh mind? one is a creature that costs two mana and one is a land that makes all creatures of that type cost two mana less oh so you can just get a bunch of that card for free for f- and then when you cast bigger stuff, it turns into those. Like, this creature, like, if you cast a really big thing, it becomes a copy of that big thing. So, for free. For free. It's, it was awful. Like, I... That rem- I okay, put it this way. Uh, th- this, this printing happened, I sold my modern deck. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, what that reminds me of, it's, like, tangentially related. But I just remember in, in World of Warcraft, they had a uh, disease that was supposed to be limited to one dungeon... And somehow someone got out of that dungeon, kept the disease, and it basically spread like a plague. Yeah, through yeah. that's what just made me think of like it's an, like basically just a multiplying problem. It, yeah, and, and it really is. Uh, so the store, you know, I used to work at. Uh, there was almost like a gentleman's agreement where people just wouldn't play that deck, like just because like our, our thing was more like casual fun and not like serious like competitive events. Mm-hmm. So there was agreeing to play that deck. But the, uh, before that happened, and before people realized what it was, people were bringing that in, and it was awful to play. It honestly mm. was. It it just it wasn't even fun. And they, mm. honestly, most people didn't even have fun playing it because it just did one thing like with such efficiency that every game was more or less the same. Yeah. Hilariously, Mimic is still only an eighty-nine cent card. Oh yeah. Well, after, <laughs> after the eye ban, it did go back down. Uh, yeah, there was a card that is that it was should have been worth 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 less than a dollar that went up to eight dollars because. Of that printing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's all silly. Card games, man. They don't make any sense. But you love them. I uh, sure do. All right, so we're going to actually talk about the the one article we got uh, up on the website. Um, we're going to talk about Pokemon Go. More. Yeah. Some more. <laughs> Nerd World by Storm. Uh, Pokemon Go, we're talking about uh, sponsored Pokemon Go stops in gyms. Mm-hmm. And the ability, also, you can request... Uh, we didn't write about this in the article, but you can actually start to request them, too. Yeah. So, I believe the leaks, leaks, I don't know what they fucking even are anymore. Uh, rumor mill says McDonald's because of the code in the in the program. Uh, they're going to partner with McDonald's. Yeah, a couple of Reddit users found both the code and the logo, um, or the sorry, the, the name McDonald's and the logo for it in the code. Um, I believe it was, I don't know if it was for the game itself or if it was for the website. I think it might be the website. I have to pull it up. Yeah. I think this was always going to happen. Sponsored locations? Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, uh, like, especially I mean, places that have free Wi-Fi like McDonald's, Starbucks. Also, the game is is free. Yeah, like yeah. they need to make money. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can pay for, you pay for um, you what uh, what's wrong with Pokecoin? Yeah. 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 yeah, but you could also just have McDonald's paying you. Yeah, you know I what mean, I mean. Yeah. Like that's I, I I I also think it's great. Well, I have a friend who works for a business who once they realized that, like, this McDonald's thing is probably happening, actually became very, very interested in it and is actually working to set up their franchises. They want them to be Pokestops. Yeah. So, and they're actually going to, they, they did not, I don't think they previously supplied free Wi-Fi, but they plan to now mm-hmm. uh, with some stuff like that. So I, I, from marketing perspective, I think it's fantastic. From playing it perspective, I would also assume it's a good thing because, there's going to be more Pokestops around and stuff like that. So I mean, this could yeah. literally change this game for, like, a rural area. It, yeah, like, exactly. Like, in rural areas, this could completely change it. Because yeah, because yeah, that's the area where... We're really lucky because we have a Pokestop every 10 feet because and, and, we're an old historic city. And I'm, you know, 20, 30 minutes away, and 
the only things that are probably poke stops in my town would be like the one McDonald's and the and the one like Sheets, which is a fancy gas station for you, maybe further away, folks. Uh, yeah, that that's it for. So that would be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so Dominic. Uh... Uh, this is a terrible. Dominic fucking DeSimone. I was gonna say Desimone, and I was like, that's probably not right. Uh, but he's is our his new name. Actually, fucking yeah. No, anyway, actually, new... it's Mariano. If you really wanted new... to know, <laughs> he did say his middle initial was M. He didn't tell me what it was. What I um, know. Sorry, Dom. Yeah, he, yeah, out of him. Uh, anyway, he's new contributing writer. But I did. There was a, a pun he made that I thought about cutting out because I was a t- little too on the nose, but I kept it. Uh, because McDonald's free Wi-Fi. That's like, can I can I just say that that's my friendship with Dominic? A yeah. little too on a nose, but I kept it. Yeah. <laughs> I said. Uh, also, their free Wi-Fi could allow players to catch Pokemon while catching a bite. Because <laughs> it's good for McDonald's. Like, yep, I like McDonald's, it. McDonald's. The only reason yeah. they're going to do it is if it's going to benefit them. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, I've already seen like local businesses that were fortunate enough to have Poke Spots nearby. Like, there's a, a cafe in downtown again up in Lidditz. They put down. They made an account so they could put you know, like a hundred bucks at a clip, whatever, into their Go account so they can put lures down yep. at lunchtime and then people will come and eat food there at lunchtime. You figure... That's... And the advertising... I wouldn't have even thought of that. I don't know. Maybe if I owned a business that was a retail Adver- location. Ad- like an adver- I'd come too if I could get all those lures. And so, I, yeah, yeah. An actual advertising budget, like, probably would cost them more than it's going to cost them to just be like... And we're going to put a lure here, and here come the fucking people. But a lure lasts for 30 minutes. Yeah. I think this is going to become something where, like, okay, we need to budget out our Facebook boosting, and how much do we act, how many coins do we actually have to keep dropping lures? I think is going to, I think that's going to be a thing. The cool thing they followed up is like, so, okay, so not only do the players get the advantage of the lure, but then the same company was like, we'll give you 10% off of a cafe drink if you catch a Pokemon in our building. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Like show us a show us a picture of you catching a Pokemon and fuck yeah we'll give you ten cents off. Nice. I think I think it's great. Uh, My mom actually called me and was like asking me questions about the game because she actually thought it was so cool and, and it was for stuff like that. She goes, well, like business is good stuff and like people are like getting out. Like I was like, yeah, it's honestly it's great for everybody. I've lost like, like five yeah. pounds since this game yeah, came out. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. There are there are though. I've walked, according to the app, I actually just looked it up. I've walked fifteen miles. Wow. Since I installed this game. I work at a bookstore, and I'm waiting for, like, the I lost 20 pounds playing Pokemon Go book to come out. Yeah. It's going to happen. Look at me. I'm going to shit on Adam for a moment. All right. He suggested that we uh, either make the business across the street or our own uh, office. So focus out. And I said, the business business across the street, which I'm pretty sure we have talked about, is is a uh, massage parlor. You yeah. couldn't make yeah. your house a pokey stop though. <laughs> well, no. I mean, he no, said, said that they specifically said they would not make your house a pokey okay. stop. Right, right, right. But the idea being that it's, I mean, it's the office too. Right, that's right. the thing. That, that's his. And I said that just seems like cheating. And he says, well, other businesses are probably doing it. To which I thought that doesn't make it better. It just makes them worse, really, to me. Right. If Honestly, I was a massage like, parlor down the street, I'd probably have a lower budget set up. Here's the, here's yeah. the thing. We. Here, though, like here, and for our purpose of like the comic geek, I wouldn't want a loop, uh, like a stop here because then people know where your fucking house is. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they also would, you know, become be people around the house. Like, think about yeah. that guy, the guy on Twitter whose life is now really weird because his house is a gym. Yeah, because it was a former church, right? Yeah, yeah. So, oh. like, just think about that. That is weird. I wonder if they implement. I wonder with now that they have implemented the ability that you can request a gym. That's why I wasn't sure. Can you request gyms or Pokestops or both? I think you can do both. Okay. I think you can, like, pick. Um, 
So the question becomes, if that is the case, can you now do requests to take me off of this? I would hope uh, so. That's what they're, I think that's something that's going on right now, um, particularly with churches, because there's been a lot of... Uh, really? Because I've read a lot of things about churches being like happy about it. Uh, I've actually seen a few that just want people to go away, and then you have some of the far right going... You know, steps further and calling oh. this a tool of ISIS, but no, there, there, there are some, there are some churches who actually do don't want this um, and wish. I actually, stop. it's funny. There's a church down by my brother-in-law's house um, that is a gym, and I walked. I pulled into their parking lot the one day just to walk over to the gym, and a, a gentleman who was carrying a lot of books, and I assumed that he was probably like. I mean, they had binders and stuff, so I assume right. he was working there. He goes, hi, you going over there to hit the gym? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, good luck. And then he went. Oh, see, that's cool. So I was like, yeah. Yeah, like, I think that a lot of this. Maybe we just live in a happier area. <laughs> yeah, that could, I, I but yeah, like, I've I seen like it in the news. It, some, I feel like yeah. a lot of this is, a lot of the success of this game has to do with the people involved being open about it like right. willing, like willing and open and excited mm-hmm. like yeah. like the businesses that use pokestops the the churches that are gyms that are just excited that people are outside and like yeah. on even like on your property maybe it's um, because i have curated my facebook feed so much but i see a lot of memes making fun of people who are making fun of pokemon go players yeah. yeah, but I have not seen any making fun of the. Like I haven't seen the initial. I've seen a lot. Yeah, really. Uh, okay, yeah. see, that's the thing. I curate my Facebook feed hard so uh, that the, I just the, don't the get bothered I, with the shit. The thing that I see the most is like people are like, uh, you know, like, oh, all this terrible shit's happening in the world. We got people out here fucking yeah. chasing Pokemon. I'm like, what, you have people out here interacting with each other. And yeah, like, so terrible. Getting yeah. to know each other better and maybe you know strengthening their community. Yeah. Oh God. So my favorite thing to happen because of all of this Pokemon Go is the thing. two people that walked off a cliff in San Diego. No. Oh, what? Oh, they didn't die. Uh, okay. I mean, it's still sad. <laughs> uh, I was. It was pretty late, and I was like getting ready to go to bed. And I live like close to a bar. Like it's kind of like in the driveway, but it's like still kind of far away. And I see this girl, like, clearly dressed out to, like, go out for the night, right? Drunkenly stumbling up my driveway. And she, like, I'm, like, watching her, and she's, like, messing with her phone. I thought she was going to, like, fall over. And I just see her, like, make this really exaggerated swipe up on her phone. And then she just, like, got it and then walked away. <laughs> and then I just, so I peeked out my head. I was like, what were you doing? She goes, I got a Pidgey. And then she just walked back to the bar. Like, she left the bar to walk up my driveway to catch a Pidgey, and I was like, you know what? I don't even care. That was pretty funny. How like, like, yeah. can you care? Yeah, like, I was like, I could not have been any less mad about that. Like, that's what I want to say. I mean, there are a lot of people that are very much, like, stay off my property in general. Yeah. I'm sure this isn't making it better for them. Now, if she was just, like, walking around, like, just aimlessly around, I'd be like, I mean, you need to get the fuck out of here, but, like, you know. Yeah, the you fact can't that, die on my property. Yeah, the right? fact that she, yeah. like, walked up there, it just, like, like just, it, it was it was just amusing to watch. Yeah. I think as long as you're just respectful, which I don't yeah. know that anybody hasn't been, yeah, exactly. it'll be fine. Like, well, I mean, there were people setting up blurs and mugging people. But. Yeah, those, those people, yeah. <laughs> also, the thing about that, though, is I think that, that story had a lot to do with the area. Yeah. Because yeah. it was in the middle of fucking Missouri. Yeah. And it was like, hey, we're dropping lures and mugging people because there's only 100 people in this town. It's and also, also fuel for, nothing. it's also, the, what sucks is it's fuel for, like, the people who are, like, speaking out against it and, like, far right and stuff like that. Well, that kind of sucks. I saw, I saw a, a video on Facebook that somebody posted, like, one of the people on my feed that's like, oh, Pokemon Go is stupid. Uh, the video was, like, a, a girl almost got hit by a car because she was walking 
Oh, she was catching a Pokemon. Yeah. So Pokemon Go's not stupid. She's, she's stupid. stupid. Yeah. So, but her mom was like, her mom was like, I knew it was that damn game. Yeah. She wouldn't have ever crossed that highway otherwise. And I was like. Was she southern, or are you just making her southern? <laughs> I, I don't remember. Um, um, well, I was talking with Ben here in, in the break a little bit ago. I said they just need to update uh, Gear VR to work with it. Uh, nope. <laughs> there, no, no. There's a horrible way to... <laughs> no, people will die. Well, it's just the same rules as, like, texting and everything. Like, you just have to keep your head up. Like, I, I think don't I, do it Google Glass. Driving, don't, you know. I think the, problem, the real problem is that it is, it's because it's the popular thing. Everybody's gonna blame the yeah. thing and not the people. Right. Well, there's a but I was but Google Glass, something where you're not uh, okay. the, the same kind of distracted. Actually, Tommy, I have a but, question. Uh, is there any connectivity between it and your smartwatch yet? Oh yeah. No. Well, there's those Pokemon bracelets there. Yeah, but well, Tom already owns a smartwatch and he really yeah. just wants it to work okay. with that. That would be great. Like, yeah, because if you already have a smart, it'd be great if it like vibrated when something was nearby, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I found that I have a kind of a problem with the game. In that, and I, it, but it makes perfect sense, so I guess I shouldn't complain that much. I hate that the screen, you have to always have the screen on for it to do its job. Yeah. Like, that really bothers me. At Battery. the very least, I wish I could hatch eggs, like, by walking yeah. with yeah. it off in my pocket. But, so kind of, I feel like having it on my watch would actually, unless they could figure out a way to do it while my phone is off. And without annihilating your watch battery, too. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's just redundant. Yeah. Because... I, if I'm if I'm using the battery saver mode, like I'm not actively looking at it, my hand it's in my hands upside down because that's how you turn on battery saver, right. and then it vibrates when a Pokemon is nearby. Yeah. So see, for it'd me, be nice. It'd be nice if they could give it like a mode where it could be off and then add smartwatch capability. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I can yeah. see that. I've been on the fence for so long about getting a smartwatch. You know, kind of waiting for one that really piques my interest. Uh, and for me, I was looking at, I was like seriously considering this, the little band that they're offering, the Pokemon one, yeah. but it's not a watch. It doesn't have the main thing that I really would consider a watch. Time. Like it, I don't, I want a band. I don't want just a band. I want a watch. Uh, the cool thing, the thing that I, uh, I didn't notice about my watch though is I, uh, my bank has watch support now. Wow. So like wow. I can like, I can look at my, at my wrist and like open the app and it'll show me like my balances and then I just close it. And then, then you can cry yeah. <laughs> while looking at your wrist and it's all great. And also my, the D&D reference app that I have for DMing um, has a dice roller. I have a, That's I have a life counter. Yeah. There's a life counter app. Yep. So anyway, all right, we're going to take another break and then we're going to come back and we are going to talk about Ben, talk to Ben about what he does. His drawings. But we're also going to talk about Ben, like with him right here. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be right back. Crunchyroll is a service dedicated to giving you the latest anime from Japan. We talked to Nicole from Vancouver, who's been subscribed for over two years. Here's what they had to say. The quality of everything is always superb. It makes it so I don't have to like go to the dingy corners of the internet to try and find the things that I want to watch. When it came to getting the latest shows, Nicole was pretty impressed. Honestly, their selection is really good when it comes to newer and more obscure anime. And why is that? Because you have access to nearly all of them from Crunchyroll. And there you have it. Go to commongeek.tv slash affiliates to get your own free two-week trial for Crunchyroll. Welcome back to the Common Geek Podcast. We didn't even get Travis. the name right. We are, uh, we're here to talk to You've been the, on the like round table. Five episodes. The round table. <laughs> we're here to talk to Ben about his uh, his fabulous webcomic that is called The Grumbles. Grumbles. Yes, Grumbles. And it's on Team Baus. B-A-U-S. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Link in the show notes. Okay, rewind real quick. Uh, welcome back. Thank you for that, Travis. I hope you enjoyed that Crunchyroll ad. I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, yes, we're here to talk with Ben about his wonderful cartoon. So, what's it called? Yeah, yeah. What is it called? Grumbles. Oh, come on! It's oh, called Grumbles. Oh, you're talking to yeah, me. Yeah, I was talking to you. I'm sorry. Yes, the Grumbles. Grumbles. Um. Anyway, so why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Kind of give us a, a quick overview. And actually, if you could just read every single comic for us, um, out loud. In, yeah, out loud in the span. It's like a hundred comics. Well, you have to keep hitting random, and you can't read the same one twice. <laughs> but you have to get through all of them. <laughs> so, anyway, one. So, so, yeah, so tell us a little bit about it. Uh, yeah. Grumbles, uh, basically, we created characters from basic shapes. So we took rectangles, squares, circles, triangles, and made them into characters. And I always wanted to have a world where anything can happen. So there's kingdoms in this world. There's giant cities with superheroes. There's frigid north with, like, Vikings. And there's also... Wild West Towns in the South, and any story can happen at any time. Um, the webcomic is just a look into the Grumbles world and just one-shot fun jokes. And our next graphic novel that we're writing is actually a bigger introduction to what is in the world. And these two characters will go exploring through looking for this legendary monster. So Nice. That is, yeah. Legendary. That's the essence when, of my when did you put out? Monster. When did you put out the first book, the first physical book? The first short story book was almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we self-published through CreateSpace, Amazon company. And we had a little bit of success with it. It wasn't a whole ton. We did do a book signing at Barnes & Noble because I work there. And, <laughs> and, and I cheated and got it. Um, but we really, when we visited an elementary school is when we kind of found our demographic because um, the kids responded to it well and they were loved drawing them and that's when we were like, okay, we found our demographic. But I like to think it's for everybody to enjoy because I love cartoons and I want everybody to enjoy cartoons. But, See, um, it took me a couple clicks because I read like extra fabulous three-word phrase and yeah. like all of the really like crass like super offensive like, like offensive but not not like mean spirited but just like weird offensive yeah. and like jerome and all those so like it took me a second to be like to like bring my braid out of that book and i was like oh this is really funny yeah. like, you're like yeah. oh there's there's like oh there's no fart joke not yeah you not know, enough not enough not enough mentions of the word butt or yeah. talking about butts for me yeah. sorry oh trust me it's it's tempting to always want to do that, but... Where's Ernesto? I don't know if I'd be physically capable of doing, yeah. <laughs> doing what you do, to be honest. It's difficult. I, so, I, I, no, I could definitely do what he does for... No, you couldn't. No, no, hear me out. I could definitely do it for, like... <laughs> I could definitely do it for, like, a solid year, and then after that year, just do, like, one comic that is, like, horrifically, like, <laughs> grown-up adult, like, lots of curse words and terrible things, and then... Without ever acknowledging the tone shift, go right back to like kids. Oh my Grumbles God. unrated. Yeah, there's like one episode. Grumbles, Grumbles after dark. Yeah. So how, how long have happen. you been doing the actual web comic then? We're almost on a year now. Okay, um, so you did the book then before you really started doing the comic. Yeah, we were just looking for a way to get the Grumbles out there more. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say we, I mean my friend Jason, who helps me with the comic. Mm-hmm. He does the coloring and the environments. He does a fantastic job. Uh, we were just looking for a way to keep getting it out there. That's why we're looking into a YouTube channel and what to do with that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's... Are you looking into getting like animation at all? I studied animation. I'm okay at it. <laughs> but <laughs> You once made me an animation. I did. Yeah. I still have that on my computer. Oh, that's sweet. I, um, I, I will say it's, it's, it seems to be the way of, of the internet comic anymore. Yeah. People because really move. They really want. They really want, they want to, to see it move. Yeah. It's, if it means anything, I prefer to just read a web. Oh, comic I do too. I love, I love yeah. web comics, but it's just it's funny to see like 
all of the all of the comics that I that introduced me to the idea of the web comic seem to be going animated now. Like, yeah. Like control cyanide and happiness. Control delete. So I was about to say cyanide and happiness cyanide is a really big one. Is huge now in the animated space. Um, yeah, like stuff like that. It's just it's really yeah. interesting to see. I'd love to see it animated someday. So I don't you, know if that you haven't me, but done any animation work with it at all? Like you haven't tested it anything? I did some tests. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I don't really know what I want to do with it when it comes to animation. If I want to do short skits, if I want to do my natural inclination, I learned is to tell story. So I'm very, I love to tell story. That's mm-hmm. my big thing. And that to me requires, I think, episodes and I break down things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to think of like a 10 to 12 second thing that could happen in an animation. Okay. But when I think of a story, it's like, oh yeah, I can write it down. This happens. This character goes through that. Mm-hmm. So. Especially when you, when you have like the, I, and you know, as somebody who's written a lot, it, it's always nice when you have like the idea of the world that you have already. Yeah. Like, you're like, this is the world that this takes place in, so now I can sit down and be like, well, now that I have the whole overview, I can be like, okay, well, I want to tell this story about somebody yeah. who starts here and ends here. And that was what was difficult when we first started the webcon because we had two specific characters that it was going to be about, and they were supposed to live in this apartment building in this grumble capital where there's all sorts of grumbles. So there's wizards and there's different types, and I found I couldn't... Ex- it was just in my brain, like, people aren't going to get this. Right. And that's why I went back to, maybe I'm just going to focus the webcomic on every character. That way it makes more sense in a way. So most, Even most webcomics are about, like, they usually take place in, like, kind of enclosed spaces. Yeah. So I like that, like, there's a whole world and you could take it anywhere instead of, like, I mean, right. you, like, you mentioned XKCD and... Uh, that that that's generally in like one conf- confined space. The like XKT yeah. is the same six characters yes. forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it, it is, and I I mean it's like you have your own. I guess because I've been playing a lot of Elder Scrolls Online, the biggest thing I can tie it to is like you have almost like your own like Tamriel area where like yeah. they put out these games that take place in specifically in Skyrim, which is the northern part, specifically right. in elsewhere, which is south, and like you have like these areas that it's like yeah, this is where. In this area, it's Vikings, because right. of course it's Vikings. Yeah. And like in this place, it's pirates for some reason, but it's like yeah. this is all still one connected mass. Right. I so, think you should take your Elder Scrolls opinions elsewhere. So, ah! so wait, so originally you say it started off focusing on these two characters, and since right. then you've broadened it. So right. do we ever see those characters again, or does it kind of just shift between them and like now the other new characters in the other areas? They still do pop up, because okay. I like them. Um, but I think going forward, it, it will continue to focus on the open world of it, mm-hmm. rather than, I guess, pigeonhole might not be the right word, but just holding yourself back with two characters, okay. because that was another thing. When I was thinking of jokes, um, like I wanted to do a Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild joke. Mm-hmm. I saw the trailer for that, and it didn't work with Stan and Barry, but I could do a grumble of Link mm-hmm. and actually make it work. Okay. So that's when it was like, okay, maybe it should be more about just the grumbles than just these guys. I love Grumble Lick, by the way. Yes. The way he looked was so good. <laughs> Thank you. And what was your, uh, so you mentioned you did animation, what was your other background before before this comic? Um, I did a webcomic a long time ago um, before I moved to California and came back called Glaze Danger. Mm-hmm. And they have now since become part of the Grumbles world. Um, but I didn't know what I was doing at all. And I wasn't keeping it updated, and that's, like, the most important thing is to at least have something happen each week. And that just 
was a learning experience in the end. Mm -hmm. um, but since then, I've just been drawing and just trying to figure out exactly what I want to do. And when Grumbles came along, it was like, this is it. Because I've always wanted to have a world where we can tell any story we want. And that's, yeah. More available to you with exactly. Grumbles compared to Glaze Danger. Right. Would I you love Danger, but he can't do everything. Would you be interested in, like, moving into, like, different directions in the art world? Like, Ryan Peckwin, like, three-word phrase, ended up going to Cartoon, uh, Cartoon Network and working yeah. on a regular show. Would, is that, like, would you ever be interested in, like, writing for a cartoon or helping out or even, like, storyboarding or something like that? I would love to write a Legend of Zelda comic. Um, and I'd also love to think I'd want to work on Adventure Time, but I don't know if I... I feel like that's where everyone wants to go, yeah. which is which is fine. I Like, yeah. I get it. I, if I was, like, I would love to do voices. Yeah. I would love to do them on Adventure Time in particular. So, like, that's... There's a... Uh, Zay Frank, who's a fairly prominent YouTuber. He, has, he said a phrase, I think, just reminded me of this. I'm going to butcher this quote a little bit. He said, let this, more or less, let this project not be a stepping stone, or if it is, let me become obsessed with the shape of the stone. Because he said you don't want to lose focus of what you're, you know, right. you lose focus on this project, project, and looking too far ahead in terms of like what other things you'd rather be doing. Yeah. I think yeah. the big fear for me for working on something else would only be that how would it be received? Would people get how much I love this, and would they would that connect with the fans? Right. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm jealous of you in a thousand different ways <laughs> because I've always wanted to draw things, but I'm terrible at it. I'm good at tracing. Mm -hmm. See, I'm the other way around where I can draw, but like writing jokes, oh. I totally fall apart. Yeah, there That's, you go. Yeah, how about that? We've just formed yeah, a partnership like, here. It's not like I'll, I'll draw so, something and I'll like the way it looks, and then I read it back. I'm like, That's not fucking funny. So, so, you, guys, <laughs> so you guys are quitting and forming your own comic yep, company? Right. Right. Peace. We're, we're going to go do our own thing with Blackjack and Hookers. And right. we're getting married. Sorry, Megan. All right, <laughs> all right, Matt, it looks like it's just you and me now. <laughs> Good luck, Matt Lee in the booth. <laughs> you fucking owl person. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's what the listeners really think that he sounds like. Well, I mean, so. there's also a big owl like scratching around on like the mixer. It probably has something to do with it. Yeah, like probably. people don't realize that yeah, the Comic Geek Roundtable actually uses an owl for yeah. all of its production. There's a real owl yeah. here. Trained owl. They actually have like a, they have a great sense of like where knobs need to be yeah. set. So like, everyone knows that about owls. <laughs> and they're also really good at getting the mail. Is that true? That's a Harry, Harry Potter, Potter thing. Uh, I just thought it was a fucking reach, but uh, <laughs> I got it. Uh, uh, Robert. So anyway, so yeah, so thank you for joining us. Yes, uh, thank you. It's very interesting to hear about what you're doing and, and things like that. And, um, I guess we're going to have to wrap her up here because we're running out of time. But uh, get away from the dice. Uh, Robert, go ahead. Social media us. Uh, well, you can find Comic Geek on Twitter and Facebook at Comic Geek TV. Of course, you can always find us on our website at TV. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Facebook at RC Byler. Travis? I am on Facebook at It That Betrays Noise. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that... I, I, I finally moved from just Bandcamp. Since I'm almost done recording, I ended up setting up a Facebook and stuff like that to prepare for that. And so. Tom, where can people find you on the uh, internet? I'm on Twitter at TVOJR. And Benjamin? Uh, find us at Team Boss on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Right. And TeamBoss.com. And those uh, links will be in the show notes, of course. This episode was directed by myself, produced by our friend Matt Lee in the booth. Not doing it again. I don't know if I call him my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Uh, that owl in the corner just gave me the middle <laughs> finger. <laughs> and, of course, it was uh, edited by our friend Nathan Mace. Uh, our our uh, affiliates today were Crunchyroll and Dreamhost. 
And if I said that Nathan Mace sounds like a superhero name, it does. I forget if I've said that before, but every <laughs> I time I hear it, I don't, it, know, it's like, I don't think you told, said it on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, it, 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 it sounds like that. a superhero name. I love it. So just, there you go, Nathan. Get get on it, Batman yourself up, or something. Um, but before he does that, but before you do that, you should call your mom. <laughs> I don't get it. 